Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris News. Disneyland Paris hosted the first annual pass party since lockdown. Character Dining is once again available to book for booking on the app. Concept art has been released for the French Bistro, which is to replace Café Mickey. Shanghai Disneyland is closed indefinitely due to a spike in COVID cases. Well, hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. I hope you've all had a lovely Mother's Day. Um, otherwise known as Mothering Sunday, but Hugh is a bit upset about hearing that. Said, who, who calls it who that? Who calls it Mothering Sunday? Well, Vickers. I saw, Vickers I saw, I saw a card yeah. that said Happy Mother- Church folk. Happy, Happy Mothering Sunday. Like, who's sending that? It's, yeah. it's so cold. It is. I must <laughs> say, if I got one that said Happy Mothering Sunday, it's like, not thank you for being my mum. I think uh, that we should do a card. I say we, because that's my day job. We make cards. Mm-hmm. and uh, We should do one that says... Uh, um, hello, you mother. Like um, when Alan Partridge says, "Smell my cheese, you mother." Okay. <laughs> or just smell my cheese, you mother. That would mm. be funny to some mothers. It's a bit questionable. To some mothers, right? Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk all about the news. We have some good concept art. We're going to have a look at, but we've also got live on the ground eyes in the prize trip reports from the annual pass party we have some listener questions and some general videos of snacks haven't mm. we chris we do all sorts of stuff so, sounds delicious goodies. guys sounds delicious i hope yeah. no one's watching this or listening to this hungry because you're going to be drooling at the end of it we will be doing audio description thank you very much to our <laughs> Man on the side here, who's going to be providing that? But the bit on the side. Bit on the side. Well, I, who's the bit on the side here? I have two bits on the side. My video looks a little low res. Is, uh, is anyone else experiencing that? Oh my word, Hugh! <laughs> Might just be me. I don't know. I'll close it up. Well, it at least, least he wasn't offended, Chris. Well, I'm hoping it is. Right. So let's. Are we going to kick straight into the news? Do either of you got anything you want to say at this stage? Uh, Any housekeeping? Uh. I don't know if there is any housekeeping from my point of view. Do you remember? Do you know what I did think right at the start? Do you remember when we used to do the news bits with funny voices? Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because I, I kind of miss it. We still do a little bit. Yeah, but we did like like accents and all sorts at one point. I definitely and have we used to push a each news, other and it, it a made news me laugh voice. A That's like when we were students and you know young and and hopeful. When we <laughs> used to call takeaways, we used to challenge each other to see how long they could make the word nan last nan nan so yeah and then, so and, uh, so it would take in turns and we had to ring up and go hi i'd like blah 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 uh, blah, 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 blah blah and a garlic nan bread please <laughs> and i was terrible at it no but the rule was you couldn't say bread you had to say brett at the end oh brett. no and the takeaway people got so used to it that they go yes 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 a garlic uh, a, a garlic nan yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We must have been so tedious, mm. but like I say, young and full of life. Right. Mm. Full of something. Do you know what else is good for people who are young and full of life? What? Character dining at <gasps> Disney Parks. Character dining. Woo, woo! That's not where you dine on a character. No, I think two things are... Is it? ...related here. Hopefully not. Oh. I bet there'll be a lot of meat on Mickey, though, won't they? Yeah. I bet, his, I bet his ears are crispy. 
Um, nice bit of garlic dip. Mm. <laughs> uh, I think there's two related bits of news here. We're going to talk about the concept art for the French Bistro later, but that mm-hmm. is replacing Cafe Mickey, which was a major character dining spot. And within the same, I can't remember which came first, but they were within 24 hours of each other. Right. They also announced that they're bringing back character dining. So I think... Obviously, the decision to bring back character dining was not based on that, but there was a bit of, yes, yes, we are taking away character dining there, but look over here. Look, we're bringing it back over here, so you can be happy about that. That's fine. And I think in the future, more will return. We know there'll uh, be one. We don't know if it'll still be interventions in um, the Disneyland Hotel, but we presume there'll be character dining there. We're hoping the breakfast at Plaza Gardens will come back. I hope they sort out that queuing situation at Inventions if they are bringing back character dining because uh, it's a bit of a nightmare, is that? The layout of yeah. the buffet It's not the best, style. is it? People don't know what I'm talking about. There's an L shape in the buffet mm-hmm. and like that's just not conducive to, to well, reaching the food and the... Everything no. overlaps. It, meet, it meets in the middle <laughs> and so you don't... There's no sort of cafeteria style everyone heading in one direction mm-hmm. thing or in a circular thing. It's just... It is out of control, guys. Out of control. No good. Anyway, what you don't have those problems it's not that bad. at. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just it's, it's mildly inconvenient, isn't it? I should, we should have said at the off, by the way, we should have said for some of our viewers tuning in live today, it could be an hour earlier than normal because of the clock's changing. So it, it's a bit of a strange one because like to us yesterday, now is 7.30, isn't it? But it's 8.30 really. Can I own my mum for a minute? She, <laughs> she, I t- she didn't know the clocks were going right. forward. Um, and I told her yesterday and her first reaction was, oh, great, I get an extra hour in bed. Mm. So she put a clock back. <laughs> Instead of forward. Oh, no, no, no. Until no, no. mid-afternoon, <laughs> two hours behind the rest of us. <laughs> well, she said it was 11 a.m. her time when she realised. So when 11, 11 a.m. our time or your time, she went, oh, no, no. I thought it was 11am, so it was like 1pm that she realised she spent the whole day two hours oh, behind. Bless her. But that's quite a happy life, really. I mean, yeah. Sheila got two hours extra in bed on, on top of the rest of us. No, that exactly. comes from what? Not having a child. Resolution's all right, by the way, guys. My phone just defaulted to 144p. Oh, good. That's a really. <laughs> I'm glad we've put that. <laughs> the to audio bitrate was low earlier, but it says it's okay now as oh, well. Oh, so good. it's possible that the sound wasn't great at the start. But we're all good now. We're cooking with gas. In that case, I'm going to carry on talking about character dining. Do it. Okay. So we've got two things. Oh, I. Got two things coming back here. I just said hopefully they'll bring back Plaza Gardens soon. And I just realised they are bringing back Plaza Gardens. So the main one is. Um, the princess dining at Auberge. The cin- Cylinder. Yeah. C- Cinderella Lillian. Or ADC, as we like to call it, which is Cinderella's Royal Table, um, just next to the castle. It's a premium dining experience, but it's face characters. Now, this is coming tandem with, we all saw, we talked last week about them hugging characters again. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. But the can now... It's not just fur characters, it's face characters as well. That is characters that faces have human, and furries. human faces. And also characters can now meet indoors. So the Princess Pavilion Should be called smoothies. And <laughs> smoothies. Smoothies, yeah, because they're not a fairy, they're smoothie. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know how well that would translate. Um, 
So you can meet face characters, you can meet indoor characters. There's no limitations on characters anymore. So that immediately meant that we could bring back uh, ADC where you meet all the princesses. Now, we've done this meal. It is lovely. It's very nice inside. The princesses come around several times. It really is worth it um, for the if it's a trip of a lifetime and you've got some some little girls or boys, but hmm. little girls who are majorly into princesses and kind of want to, I want to be princess princes. And you also get the mice from Cinderella, Susie and Perla. It's a really, really lovely meal. And the um, food is premium French cuisine. It's like real Michelin stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I personally don't know if we'll be rushing back because it's so expensive and it's a bit of a one and done for us but if you're planning a dream trip later on this year in the summer it's from the 31st of march now well you see back when we had uh <clears throat> had our, pl- our plan to go and stay in the disneyland hotel we booked to go and do that so oh, you would we might it. decide to do it yeah we, it might be one of the things that we we add onto our trip i guess we'll see we'll see we'll have a bit of a think about it over the next few weeks I think I think it's worth it for one and done. I think if you've not done it before and it, you, you're up for... If it's that or waltz, though. Pauline says, what about big girls that love the princesses? Oh, no, absolutely. I would go there as an mm. adult on my own. I would go there as an adult. I wouldn't because of the price, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but we actually, having said that, we like to do one major dining experience a trip so last time it was um captain jacks and we've done Shea remy and we want to do waltz next mm-hmm. time we've done auberge so i think once we've done all those we'll start doing them again and so we will do auberge again and i would love it whether bonnie was with us or not now i think the boys would prefer the the princess dining probably yeah because there's characters yeah, it's that yeah. simple and there's mice and things um but then i'm like oh waltz mm, i know We'll have, oh. we'll have to have a bit of a chat about it and decide what we want to do. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of time yet. We can't book anywhere. Oh, no. apart from like um, basically either of the restaurants at the Marvel Hotel, which you just ring up and book forever at the moment by the sounds of it. Oh, so, isn't sounds it? good. If you want to go there, uh, just top tip this. Apparently, you can just ring up and, and book it. So if you want to go there, you can't if book it on staying, the app. If you're staying there. Well, I, I guess, but, but you can book right up to November or something at the moment for for those so honestly getting and do it i'm telling you now which means that mm. we won't be able to get our bookings but still <laughs> it's worth it because it's not on the app there's no easy way you naturally think you need to wait till your 90 days or whatever it is 60 days 90 days 90 mm. days um but even when you get to the 90 days you still can't book it on the app so you're gonna have to ring up anyway mm. and i've seen lots of people are ringing up and booking and getting there getting in so oh wow yeah you see we couldn't get in there when we went last august and we tried and tried and Mm -hmm. tried but we waited until the booking window opened and then tried online we didn't ring up so i wish i'd known that Yeah, it looks like it's so popular that they're opening up bookings very early and then just letting you get in so Mm. phoning up in this day and age seems so so archaic it really does doesn't it and such hard work really hard work Um, the other character dining that's coming back is Plaza Gardens. Now, this has always been breakfast only character dining and I've no information to say it's going to be anything other. They just said character dining is returning to Plaza Gardens. So I presume it's still just going to be breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, what they've done in the past is they do two sittings. I believe they do one at 8.30 and one at 9.15. And so you get like a 45 minute slot. My advice for it would be to go for the 9.15 one because you can use your early morning magic hours to knock out some rides and you're not rushed out as quickly. With the 
8.31. They're wanting to get the table clean for the 9.15 sitting. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very brief. Um, but we enjoyed that one as well, didn't we? We met oh, yeah. Tigger and Pooh. And Diglo, Mi- Tigger. Mickey. And I think Piglet. I think that's kind of standard, but they do change them out. It can be anyone. They don't advertise who it is because that um, meal can be anyone. You're usually going to get one of the Fab Five. and Someone asked last week about where to meet Tigger, didn't they? And mm. actually, your character dining is a very, very good place to meet mm. Tigger. It, he's, he tends to be there, doesn't he? He yeah. does, and he's, a, he's good at interacting yeah, as really well good. for character dining. What you want, Do a bit of improv, a bit of playing around. Although you weren't impressed because he stole one of Bonnie's toys, didn't he? Well, I mean, he <laughs> playfully pretended to take it off a bit. She was at an age where she, she she was beginning to get a little distressed because he walked over to the next table and started meeting them. And still So it, it was like he was done with us and she had to go up and like tug on his tail and say, can I have that back? And I could, <laughs> I could see it was, just, it was just, just a bit too long. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then he kissed it and he gave it to her. But, um, oh. you know, I, I was just thinking, come on, mate. Don't we, be a jerk. We got a lovely bit of interaction <laughs> with Tigger at, um, at Inventions where my dad had gone to get some more food whilst we were meeting Mickey. And so mum was there with Mickey, um, like chatting away to him. And then my dad appeared in the corner and Tigger crept up behind him and started hiding behind him and pulling faces and stuff back at my mum and Mickey. It was really funny. Oh, they, they are so good. The the character, not the character performers, the characters. They're, they're so good at, you know, entertaining it. So people say, do grown adults meet the characters? And what, what do you do? And I don't know. Just they're so good at kind of making it entertaining and interacting with you. And you think mm. they can't speak, it's going to be difficult. But really, I think anyone of any age should do character dining. And yeah. I think it's better when they don't speak because when they do speak, it's always just a little bit awkward mm. and, and feel sometimes feels a little bit forced to me. So I, I prefer it when they don't speak. I like the mime. And we were saying, we watched some vlogs the other day and the characters stick like religiously, but in an almost psychotic way to their um, movie storylines. They only talk within the very specific boundaries of only what you've seen on screen. So we saw a Tiana one and she was saying, oh, I remember seeing you in my restaurant. And then she mentioned a, a best friend. And Charlotte. It wasn't improv like in that world that she lives in. It was specifically those things you've seen in the film. And mm. um, Rapunzel's a good one at that. She only ever talks about, you know, the Snuggly Duckling and um, Pascal. You know, yeah. and you're like, come on, I just want a bit extra than that. Mm. Uh, I know that's probably easier for them, you know, but... It's, mm. yeah, but it's it, not all of them. Like um, Aladdin was really good, wasn't he? When we met Aladdin. Oh, he ago, was but. great. It, it just, I just really love, I really love meeting characters. I love doing the meets and greets. I didn't mind them too much being socially distanced because you did a bit more of this miming and interacting thing. And, and I think anyone who's a little bit nervous or not sure or not bothered, I think you really need to throw yourself into it and give it a try. Well, it's, yeah, you, you can do. Give it a try. But, you know, equally... You don't have to do it. Like, no, you don't have you can, to. You can just say, can I have a photograph, please? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. I'm just saying. Don't be scared. It's not necessarily what people think it is. And, do what you want. And you'll find, yeah, grown men cry, so to speak. <laughs> um, right. Sh- should we just take a moment? I can see I've been chatting almost nonstop and I've seen so much going on in the chat, but I've not been able to read I've got it. a jingle. Who are they? Hey. Hey. Now, Chris sampled uh, me talking in that, but uh, I tried to mouth along with it and I said you instead of they. 
Oh, but you said it was you talking. I know, I couldn't even quote myself. I took it from an episode, uh, from two or three episodes ooh. ago when he said it, and I thought, ooh, I'm going to take that, I'm going <laughs> to stick that with a jingle, because that'll be good. Uh, I said earlier, that, that sounds exactly like a sting from <clears throat> Nickelodeon's <clears throat> Doug. Not Disney's. Not Disney's. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> I want to give a special thanks to uh, Pauline Stott, who was first in the chat. Uh, you do get a prize for being first in the chat on this show. And <laughs> um, I also want to give a special shout out to uh, Wits Wanderlust, who says, hello, first time tuning in live after listening to like 30 past episodes of oh, the last, wow. last few weeks. Yeah. You're a lurker. There's loads of people here. Um, yeah, so hello to everyone. Uh, the Dunn family says, uh, hello all, sorry late. So late that they couldn't form a complete <laughs> sentence. <laughs> you should give them a bell for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we got, we got lots of people in the chat and uh, we'll try and get to some of your comments as we go along. Okay. But, uh, mm. you know, meanwhile, keep yourselves entertained. Yay. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. We're so glad, you, we're, we're glad you're all here. <laughs> we are. We did used to do a full roll call, but it's getting a bit silly now. We can't. It is a little bit, we, yeah. we, You know, it's like the gadget show, the list of prizes just getting so long. You're just like going, oh, is, you, is it still going? And I used to imagine the van turning up at your house going, oh, we've, we've got those prizes you won. And then your living room being full of like five flats. Oh, they have to TVs, leave it. And you'd oh, they have like, to leave it all in a safe place or with your neighbour. Yeah. <laughs> Big yellow storage box. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that will take us on to where we know character dining is not coming back to, and that is Cafe Mickey. Chris, do you have the picture of the concept art? Oh, now you're asking. Us? I do have the picture of the concept art. Yes, it is right here. Boom, boom. Okay, listeners, uh, we are looking at a boring facade. Yeah, it is. So it's a new French uh, restaurant bar and grill kind of thing, bar cafe. It's called Rosalie. It is part of a, I don't think it's a chain, but I think it's a, a a catering group. What do you call it? You know, like Landry's own um, Rainforest Cafe. All right. And they do lots of other things. So I think it's, it is part of a chain, but the name Rosalie isn't a chain. They'd probably call name. it a family. A f- yeah, family, <laughs> family of restaurants. Our family of restaurants. Um, it re- It's u- utilising natural materials, I think I'm going to say to the listeners. So you've mm-hmm. got kind of wooden cladding and then you've got... Trees. Um, a, wa- uh, a green wall. It looks like some of the buildings at... Um, Village Nature. That's exactly what mm, I was going to say. Which is fine. I like that. Yeah. It's just, it's a little odd to me it's, to you know think what? what it's replacing. It's not Disney. That's it. It's not Disney. And, you know, everything doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to have Mickey ears on top of it or anything like that. But uh, it doesn't look fun. Does it really it? doesn't, does it? No. no. It looks nice. Yeah, but we don't go for nice. No. No. <laughs> not when it's, I mean, what it's replacing is so... What's it replacing? Cafe Mickey. Oh, you know, yeah, on the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. All primary colours and Iconic big hands. it is. Iconic. I was mm. going to say, is it iconic? I'm not I sh- think it is. It is. And it, it's also, it's right. It's the first thing you see yeah. when you're going towards the village from the hotels. And it's overlooking the lake. Now this, you're not going to see it, basically. It's going to blend into the background. So you've just lost something there. Now, having a look at the concept art of the whole village, I can see it fitting in with that. They're going, I think they're going for the local frank so to speak euro come on get into the 21st century Lucy. <laughs> i think they're wanting to create a kind of shopping dining entertainment district where they can get non-hotel residents to go to that's what it looks like to me a much yeah. more 
you know, and they're going to build multi-stories you know, and things. Do you know that in Friends when uh, Chandler and Monica are moving and Ross says, you know, sometimes I look over and I see you guys and it makes me, you know, it makes me feel happy to see you. He says, oh, I'm going to see now the Gottliebs. They don't, they don't make me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the approach to this is going to be seeing this building. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, doesn't have that um, 90s mall aesthetic that you were asking for a couple of weeks ago. No, no, that's, that's, that's going to just go. I mean, we have to admit that Kathy Mickey's definitely had that 90s aesthetic, didn't oh. it? But you know what? It's been, it's been so long that that's kind of come back now. And it, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I like Discoveryland looking a bit 90s. Well, it's like the fact that I, all our... How, well, not all our house, but parts of our house are mid-century modern, i.e. 70s decor. And thing is, in the 80s, that would have seemed really crusty, wouldn't mm. it? And mm. now in 2020, we're so cool and hip. That yeah. I think you're right. I think the 90s aesthetic is so close to being it's coming back. vintage. I just think that, that you know, I, when you're coming at the village from that end, it's, it's the first thing you see apart from the panorama and Jiminji, the... Or air balloon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that That's one thing. But the other thing is coming from the other end of the village, it's the last thing you get to walking back to your hotel on a night and there's characters in there meeting yeah. people and it just if it's feels dark so and cozy and welcoming. Mm. And that picture, that picture, this this picture just doesn't, does it? No. I mean, again, for the, for the listeners, these are quite sterile front on um architects projections they're not even concept art really are they because if it was concept art there'd be a lot more people drinking wine in the foreground it looks like a giraffe I think. it looks like a branch of giraffe we've yes got, it does we've got yeah we've got a couple of takes on it mark riley says uh, it's not supposed to be disney it's a french brasserie we need mm-hmm. more good food at dlp yeah but on that corner mm. yeah um and claire says the kids won't be begging to go in like like uh, me and my brother used to for a cafe mickey mm. It does, I, have, it does have a bakery though, didn't didn't I see somewhere it'll have a bakery in so you could potentially go and pick up your croissants and stuff on a morning. Mm. Maybe that kind of thing could be quite good. I don't I, deny that we need more good food and I don't begrudge a French brasserie entering the village. It's just the location I feel is a bit of a shame because of, I mean, a lot of the people in the chat and us, we, we go quite often. But if you think of that emotion of the first visit or the, the visit that where you had when you were 10 or the first visit mm. as an adult or something, that excitement and feeling and, and nostalgia have for it. <laughs> I don't think that brasserie will become no. part of it. There's However, never going to be a time in 30 years when, when someone yeah. looks back and goes, oh, do you remember that rosary? Um, yeah. Brasserie. That was such a good French onion soup. Oh, the cladding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not quite the same. I think that's what we're saying. I know what you're saying, Mike, uh, Mike Mark. Um, but it just if they'd put it somewhere else around the back near this water feature they're going to build, it might have fitted a bit better. Mm. Costume Ken says, don't judge a book. I think it looks lovely. Yeah, it does. It's right, it you know? does look lovely. Yeah. And I guess we won't know for certain how it's going to fit in with the general aesthetics until we actually get. Mm. What we're going to get over the next what mm. six years? Is it? Six years. So that's gonna, that's the first thing, though. That's the first phase. I presume they're mm-hmm. going to work down that road. You yeah, better get yeah. more exciting. Mm. <laughs> These announcements come. And the thing is, I say this all the time. Whenever we get new announcements of things with Disney, either side of the Atlantic, there's a strong probability that I will have something negative or money to say about it because I don't like change. <laughs> and then Disney almost always, almost always knock it out of the park. So She doesn't like change. That's why I had to shave off a moustache this yes. morning. Do you remember that Maxwell House advert where the, the guy is there and, and uh, 
And he goes, we don't like change, do we, Marjorie? And she stood behind him. And she goes, no. And then she holds up the Maxwell house and goes, <laughs> Chris pulls an excited face, listeners. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that is, uh, actually, I mean, I don't remember that. And I remember all sorts of old I, 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 thought, I remember I th- that. I thought that would be nailed on that you'd remember that. No. I was thinking I could do with a D earlier. Yes. As you recall, before we set up. Well, I'm going to bring the mood down a bit. Oh, it's already quite low. <laughs> We're slagging off the only announcement we've had. <laughs> Not the only one, but um, one of the first announcements about Disney Village. Shanghai Disneyland is closed oh. indefinitely amid a spike mm. in COVID-19 cases. Now, the thing here is it doesn't affect us directly, but... Um, <laughs> it doesn't affect us. I just find it a little bit scary to think... It could happen again. I know. I think that's what it is. I think. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're learning to live with it. There's vaccinations. There's testing. We've done. The, we've all done the whole thing with travelling, with documentation. We think, all right. So even if there's another spike, we've got it sussed. Mm-hmm. We're all right. But now to think that they've got to the point where they've locked down again, I'm like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. That can't happen again. And just to give you a bit of background, they were the first park to close uh, in 2020. They closed on the 25th of January, 2020. Um, but they reopened on the 11th of May, 2020 and stayed re- stayed reopened until this week. Um they're the only park... No, they're not the only park to stay open. I know Disney World stayed open once it reopened. So did Disneyland. However, Disneyland was the very, very last to reopen oh, was, by, yeah. by a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Tokyo, Hong Kong and Paris have all had to reclose after opening. So Shanghai managed to um, stay open. And also, I remember quite distinctly when we were giving news about... Um, Paris shutting again the second time Shanghai was getting rid of social distancing queues they were bringing back all the meets and greets you could do character dining they were bringing back everything at the same time and we were like oh they've got it sussed Mm. look at those guys over there so also a little bit of information within uh, the region of Shanghai is it's going into a full total lockdown including public transport where the majority, the vast majority of citizens are told to stay in their houses for the next nine days. They're doing it. I can't remember which way it is, but there's the west side and the east side of the city. They're doing one side of the city first, starting Monday. West side. Was it west side first? East oh. side. No, I'm just making some <laughs> finger gestures. He's been funny. That's it. Um and then in five days, the other side will start their lockdown. I'm not sure why they're doing that, but they are. Why I haven't not? I haven't looked into it very deeply. I'm sure there's very good reasons. I'm not saying that facetiously. I just, I genuinely don't know the reason. Um, so yeah, they're doing uh, that, that, that's that. I have nothing to say. It's sad. We hope it won't happen again. It's closed, Mark. Mark's saying, so is Shanghai Disney closing again? It's closed. Sure. And then the rest of the city... Fermi. I was just going to say Fermi. <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the city follow them on Monday. But, you know, it's... The, because they've given them, like, three days' notice of this lockdown, the queues at the supermarkets are, are the grocery shops are mental. Fun. Can you imagine? It's like you've got... Everybody in the town has got three days to do two-week shopping, basically. And it's... We need to get on this... Um, toilet rolls. This uh, Panic apo- box. apocalypse box. We do. <laughs> Me and Hughes keep saying we're going to get an, a, an apocalypse box, a survival box or whatever in the garage full cool. of like 
dried pasta and tins of beans and bottled be water and then what, what do you do when they get close to their sell-by date you replace Eat them yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well so hugh, I... hugh lives on um reminders in his phone for things like this and he will genuinely get a reminder in three years going pasta in garage going off yeah yeah i'm, I'm setting one now that says uh two spare mother's day cards <laughs> for next next mother's day <laughs> mothering sunday cards mothering sunday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um lucy can i ask you something is it personal? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, you complained about the fact that, that you don't have a, um, a container from which to drink your drinks from. So can I ask you what's in your tiki cup? You can. Well, I have been provided with a Jawa tiki cup. It's mine. You need to. We're we're gonna get her her own. Get my drink out of. And in it, I've got cherries and berries cordial because I'm hardcore. Mm. But I have to say, guys, not loving it because the curve of the lip doesn't work. You just have to get into it. Yeah, you do. You just have to let yourself uh, go. With the tiki it's cup. quite hard work that I don't feel like <laughs> I can it. I can swig with reckless abandon. I no, you can't. Like I, just, you, you I feel to, like I have to go. You have to treat it with respect. Mm-hmm. Like cup my I'll lower go lip everywhere if you do if you drink it like that. Mm. It's just a bit more presentable than the bottle that you normally use. Oh, it is. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> what have we got, Hugh? Uh, we've got a raspberry Fanta Zero. Raspberry Fanta Zero, uh, which we, we complained before being a bit, been a bit tasteless, but I've continued to buy it, and I'm I'm into it now. Well, interestingly enough, uh, I think I mentioned the other week about my strange nasal and and taste buds and stuff, but not testing positive for COVID. And actually, this is tastier now than it was when we had it yeah. two weeks ago. It's not brilliant, but it's uh, it's better than it's better than it's water. Well, yeah. it's not, not not better than water, but it's it's better than water. On a par, it's, it's better than par. water. You know, costume I mean? Ken <laughs> is a, a clever dick, and he says use a straw. Good tip, costume yes. Ken. I might do that. Mm. Yeah. That is a good idea. Clever, clever dick's a bit of an insult. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Smarty pants. He's a smarty pants. Is smarty that's, pants that's, an that's insult? A, that's a bit better, but... Brainiac? Uh, He's a... Not clever clogs, clever that's, clogs. that's also a bit bit rude. <laughs> Smart one. He, you know, he's, that, that's just patronising. Mm, uh, he is a person of good ideas. Just well done, all right? Well done. Yeah. With Thank his, you, With his straw Ken. advice, well straw. done. Straw, I've heard of these straws, have you? I've heard of them. Yes, Such a thing. yeah, because we, we bought a new drinking cup for Oliver this week. Because every time we go to Asda, he sees something else at Stitch, and we have to buy it. Oh no! <laughs> it's beyond obsession right now. I bought Bonnie one of those character balloons with concertina legs that children uh, drag around shopping centres. Mm. She, I've never seen her so happy. She giggled up and down the White Rose Centre, and I never just do impulse make my child happy kind of. But purchases like that but that was one time when i thought that's six pounds there it is six pounds well spent he was she holding was up delighted. his phone with a photograph in hand of, of the pink llama yes. who's called neon candy or nandy for short anyway i'm with the show yes <laughs> mark says he enjoys it when we insult listeners and viewers <laughs> as we often do you know deep down so do i mark <laughs> right deep down we hate you all <laughs> with love peace and love and hate peace, um, peace and love peace and love Right, the, my, the final piece of news I'm oh, yeah, kind news. of going to hand over to Chris for because there are people out there who have far more information than us. As you know, we intended to go to the annual pass party last night. 
But we could not get tickets. Now, as it is, it's turned out to be an incredibly busy month. So we would have struggled, but we would have gone, God damn it. So we're having to rely on other people who did get tickets with their trip reports to tell us all about it. So it was on Friday night. It was in celebration of the 30th anniversary. And it was for annual pass holders with tickets only. Mm -hmm. And over to you, Chris. Right, well, first off, just because I made one last week, I'm going to play a jingle again because we've got loads of, well, quite a few different things from listeners today. So here's our roundup. Audience trip roundup. <laughs> Yeehaw! I've been trying to remember what that jingle was because I recorded it and then I forgot. So on my way here from my wing to your wing, I was trying desperately to remember what it was. What it was. Anyway, enough about that. Um, Jade, who's in the chat at this moment in time, um, How meta. Ah, yeah. Well, she, she has just got back from Disney. Mm -hmm. And on her way back, she wrote a trip report because she's been to the annual pass holders event thing on Friday. Thanks to her friend, Ka Carrie. I think it's Carrie. Is it Carrie? Tell me that I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, Jade. Uh, Carrie, who... Uh, I remember a Carrie. Who's an annual pass holder and, <laughs> yeah. and got them tickets. So they managed to go to the party. Um, she's written me a, a report. And there are some pictures here as well. So I'm going to put the pictures on. Uh, in a second, because I'm having to press lots of buttons. Here we go. Here are the pictures. Here. Now, I'm going to pass over control of the pictures to Lucy um, so that I can read the report and she can be clicking through as we go. So, Jade says, They started the evening by going to Earl of Sandwich about 7 and went to queue after eating at about 7.30, 8 o'clock with a party due to start at 9.15. There was already quite a queue to get in, and when they got... Uh, when they got in, the Fab Five were greeting guests at the gazebo at the top of Main Street, USA, in their 30th anniversary outfits. Walking down Main Street was magical experience as there were bubbles everywhere. We made our way to the central plaza, where, uh, which had been roped off for the opening ceremony. Follow the light. The celebrations kicked off with Mickey introducing the show. Then there was a spectacular light show with sparklers and fire going off everywhere in the central plaza. After the first show, there was a quick cleanup of all the pyrotechnics, and then uh, we were allowed to go into the central plaza and the stages for the next show. They performed the new amazing 30th stage day show. This was our fifth time seeing the show, and we watched it on the only stage we hadn't seen it from yet on the right side of the castle. That's pretty cool. Uh, once the... Anna, sorry. <laughs> that was an aside. She didn't write that. <laughs> Change your voice to, to, to oh, do yeah, that. Sorry. Uh, once that show ended, we moved closer to the castle to see the Disney Delight show, which was simply fantastic. From there, we decided to try and get to see all of the three other shows that were performing that night. Each one was due to perform three times. That's a lot going on, isn't it? Mm. Was that a different enough voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first of them we saw was C'est Magique, performed in Videopolis. The show was amazing, and just the same as when it was performed when the parks first opened. It took us on a journey through the entire Magic Kingdom, and dancers and costumes were just amazing. Next, we went and watched Le Vive Magique de Mickey, Mickey's Magic Book, on the castle stage. This show took us on a journey through some of Disney's classical fairy tale stories. My personal favourite was the fight between Prince Philip and Maleficent. Maleficent. Thank you. <laughs> We then are now between the show and the final one of the night, so we decided to go and meet a character. There are quite a few to choose from, including characters from Beauty and the Beast, Robin Hood, Big Hero 6, Hercules, Mulan, and more. Uh, we decided in the end to go and try see if we could meet Angel from Stitch. We were lucky. And this picture. Oh, that was good timing, wasn't it? Uh, we were lucky, and I've lost my place. I managed to get there in the line in time to be both Angel at to both get to meet Angel after the character switch and before the line was closed off and we got to the front of the queue after about a 20 minute wait in the line we also started talking to a group in front of us who'd 
focus their night on meeting characters. From what they said, the majority of wait times are fairly decent and they'd only had to wait about 20 or 30 minutes on average for the characters that they met. They did tell us that a few queues were quite long with a two-hour wait for characters. They also reported a mix of different situations with character meets being between socially distanced and non-social distant meets and greets. The Fab Five in their 30th outfits were social distance as well as all face characters and apparently Baymax as well. And I guess that, that potentially changes now with what you were saying mm. before. Um, we were lucky as Angel was not social distance and we were able to hug her. Ah, oh, that's nice. Finally, we caught the last show back at the Central Plaza about 1.15. The final show was called Mickey's Magical Souvenirs and was a montage of shows for different celebrations and seasons from throughout all the years of Euro Disney through to the current DLP. As well, as, as well they went through years they... Uh, had different projections on the castle to go with the stage performance. They even included the Princess and Pirates season. The entire night was just so magical and we had mm. a fantastic time. How's that? that what, the, what, the Pirates and Princess music? No, the um, the hub uh, dance section of that oh, okay. parade. Oh, right, right, right. Um, the, she's basically got everything I was going to say, which is what I expected she would. So that, <laughs> that was fantastic. Go. Thank you so it, much. It was Jed. Carrie, a, a friend, and uh, she took the pictures. And it's Excellent. lovely to have it written in first person so we know in reality that it's possible to do these things. Because when you see the contents of a thing like that and you know how long it lasts, you think, how can you possibly do that? But you did. You met characters. You saw mm-hmm. all the shows. Absolutely amazing, and I, I hope everyone else had a good time. We did, we did like the uh, the photograph with the drones forming the um, like Tinkerbell do, arch do, do, over do, the do, castle because yeah. we haven't seen that before, have we? No, no, we, we haven't. Everything. And I, I imagine that can be that can be lit up in sequence. Yeah. Across that, the, yeah, that would be cool. That would look ace, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. It, it really adds something that it, it frames it with really the nice uh, those drones. I am it, digging the drones. I do think it probably depends on where you stood, though, doesn't it, as to how good it looks. Yeah. I'm sure it still looks good in most mm. places, but, it, but I think being well, right in front of the castle... Well, that, is that was to the side of it, Yeah, I was going to say that all the other photos I've seen online have been head-on, and my thoughts were the same, but that was to the side. I suspect that she was standing uh, towards where Winnie the Pooh meets, you know, around right, that yeah, corner, yeah. and it still looked pretty good. Mm. Still looked great. Um, I'm just going to mention um, a few more things. Rare characters, I've got amongst others... Ones that you didn't just mention. We had Friar Took. Uh, I want to put Megan, and I mean Megara. It must have spell checked me. Meg. Megara. Um, Hero Hamad- Hamada. Am I saying that right? Hero. Hamada. Hamada. Hero Hamada. Yeah, equal emphasis on all syllables. From uh, Big Hero 6. Hero Hamada. Now, the, the shows that she mentioned, if this wasn't clear, are real shows from the past 30 years that have been performed in Disneyland Paris, and they've use their archives to bring them back exactly as they were performed at the time. So she mentioned Say Magic, It's Magic, um, at Videopolis and Mickey's Magic um, Miss, Mickey's Magic Book on the castle stage. Both of those are real shows that have been performed in the past. And then what she was saying at the end, Mickey's Magical Memories, um, Disney Dreams was the old projection show that we used to watch, Um they did a combination of that and different season parades float uh, and party things. They had the Princess and Pirates Parade, not the parade, the party dance. Um, and she kind of touched on this, but do you know that for the fifth, um, birth, fifth anniversary, they made the castle look like a blow-up bouncy castle cake Oh, really? Thing? Yes, I think I might have seen, pictures, seen pictures of that. Have you seen pictures of that? Yeah. So they 
they projected onto the castle to make the castle look like it looked for all the anniversaries. Oh, that's cool. So they projected the 25th anniversary onto it. They projected this fit, weird fifth cake on. Mm-hmm. They, pro- they projected the box um, scaffolding. Yes, they should from, have done. From, from, from last year. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, do you remember? Oh, when it looked like Minecraft. But all my information is coming from what I've been following other Twitter accounts, vloggers, bloggers online. So it's really nice to have Jade say that far more concisely and knowledgeably than I could. So thank you for doing that trip report for us, Jade. Jade I'm jealous, well, though. I was going to say, Jade's also sent through some other pictures um, because uh, it was her first trip to DLP, I think she said. So um, we'll have a look at that stuff as well, Jade, maybe. Hi. Uh, next week at some she point she wangled an annual pass party on her first trip to DLP well that's how I read it anyway that, that is how I read it mm. uh, uh, yeah uh, Claire was saying that um, Hero looks so scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's something weird yeah. About, about his face it's a weird one though because they've done Hero as a face character and now they were doing him as you can't really call him a fur character when he's not fur but you know, a um, a cartooned character. And I think he does work better as a fur character um, because he's more in proportion the way he is in the film mm. than just having a person. But it's doing faces is very difficult. If you ever want to be terrified, go on and look up um, Jessica Rabbit. Oh, my word. Face character, uh, not face character, Jessica Rabbit character. It's a stuff of nightmares. It really honestly. is. <laughs> if, if you look at the... But still strangely alluring. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It's really not. It's really it's just insane. horrible. Just horrible. It's a big, big plastic boobs as well. Yeah, it's it's not pleasant. No. Right. <laughs> right. Do you want more, 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 more. Feed me, Chris. More. Cool. Right. Just give me a second to uh, to find my notes then, because last week I printed all this out. You know, like like old fashioned people. And this Ooh, week printed. I know. This week I kept it on here. So, um. As men- as I mentioned last week, Magical by Sarah um, sent a load of videos through, and I couldn't work out how to get them off uh, Instagram. But I've done it now. I've done it, and so we've got some stuff that Magical by Sarah sent through. So it's a good opportunity to look at some of the snacks and oh. sweet stuff. Oh. I thought um, I've taken the audio off this because there was all you know the, the uh, ambience, hmm. um, but I've taken the audio off What's so we can talk over it. The thirtieth. Oh, it's. No, was that in that? It's a Mickey Premium Bar. It is a Mickey Presumably Premium not bar. called a Mickey Premium Bar, though. Is that why my is that small? Yeah, we're saying, like, why haven't we had those before? These milkshakes look amazing. Every time I see them, they I do. just think, why have I not been there? It's a milkshake with a cookie on top. They do a lot. They do them um, a lot of seasoned uh, milkshakes as well mm. for different things. It's always worth going. Now, what? this is... We were saying beforehand, we do criticise the snack game at Disneyland Paris, and then we see videos like this. Oops. <laughs> And we're like, oh, no, we can't. Look, it's amazing. They've got all this stuff. But the majority of it is inside at sit-down locations. And yeah. I think it's it's you walk around the park, snacks. Well, that just... we're, look, we're looking at an ice cream now with Stitch ears in it. And that's like on Main Street. So that's, Ollie really liked the look so of that. Yeah, I so, bet he did. So that's yeah. a carry-around snack. And that's that's what we're talking about. That's what we want. We, we don't want the... Uh, we, you don't have to, to commit to queuing up and going and standing somewhere. You just want to pick something up from a cart, which is why we like to see the Mickey Premium Bar and... You know, the stitch ice cream and just things you can grab it's and definitely sit out and though. eat them. And there's some amazing looking cake pops and things going on what? at what? Um, the uh, the Boardwalk Bakery on mm. Main Street. Some really good looking stuff. What if Disneyland Paris have listened to us? Since we go on about the, the park <laughs> so much and they said, uh, guys, uh, 
This uh, hot new up and coming podcast says we need more park snacks. Yeah, deeds out. not words, deeds not words. I just keep looking at these things and thinking the amount of times that we've laughed about shortbread and stuff, mm. yeah. and actually. The game's pretty strong. It might not be the stuff you can carry around with you, but but yeah. there's still some pretty awesome I mean, sweet it's, stuff. It's, going it's always on. been good um, puddings uh, yeah. that you get at like buffets. And oh, things. always. All, that, I mean, that's uh, that's where good. their strong game is. The patisseries yeah. at your at your um, buffets. But it, you wouldn't necessarily know that they were there if you weren't going to one of those meals, and you were no. just going down, and it was just uh, you know, um, cats selling soleros and twisters. <laughs> magnums calypsos yeah I mean if you do a magnum you can do a, a Mickey premium bar because it's basically yeah. the same thing isn't it absolutely but right. you know what the we, we joke about the uh, shortbread and the Nutella like you say I think it is definitely getting stronger since since before the pandemic I think we're starting to see since some really interesting yeah Clash, <laughs> that uh, was the moment Clash throwing some shade here she says they can't have listened to you your beloved mango whip would yeah, still be there fair. if so that is a very fair point. That is a really fair point. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Uh, can I just say? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make a mango whip T-shirt and I'm gonna wear it to the parks. Mm-hmm. And I, it's gonna become a thing. And people are gonna be like, "Hey, where'd you get the T-shirt?" And before you know it, I'll just, I'll just put the vibe maybe out. That, and maybe that should a be a photograph merch. of you holding it. Maybe that like should like be our merch. Shot, like a, <laughs> yeah, like an that. Instagrammable post, just a, that yeah. on a T-shirt. Mm. I'd love that. Um, can I just say, from the video we just watched, there was a couple of um, cocktail, interesting cocktails. Mm. And as somebody who doesn't really drink, I never stopped drinking. I just like stopped drinking and now I don't really drink. I am always drawn to elaborate cocktails. I look at them and I think that just looks so fancy and ace and I always want them. It's so fancy. But I, That's I do what, uh, get... Paging Mr. Morrow says. Yeah. It's I'd, so fancy. If I can get a fancy mocktail, you know, something in a coconut or something, I will always go for a fancy mocktail. But it's the one thing that very occasionally I just go, do you know what? I want to stand there with a glow cube in my martini glass. Mm. And it's it's entirely for shallow aesthetic reasons, but I can be drawn by the odd uh, fantasy cocktail if the, mo- if the mood takes me. If the mood takes you. Mm. <laughs> and then regret it sometimes. Um, Magical by Sarah also sent some video of something else that I thought was quite interesting because we've talked about Minnie. We've talked about her in her... Uh, in a pantsuit. Yep. But we haven't really seen any of it and we haven't been able to show it and talk about it beyond the concept art. So I thought I'd just chuck this video in as well um, just to show what so she's been up to. She skips onto the stage in her pantsuit. And then starts a PowerPoint presentation. Well, yeah, it looks like she's <laughs> going to do that or go to bed. Oh, isn't she? Isn't she fierce though? Look at her. She's amazing. What? That does look like pyjamas to me. Yes, it does. Uh, yeah, I know what you I'm mean. not it's getting like this. Silk PJs. Yeah, it's not yeah. sort of power suit or anything like that. Um, well, not, it's not supposed to be a power suit, but it's, it doesn't look pantsuity to me. It looks like pajamas. Be gone in a couple of days, won't it? Twenty seventh, four days. Yeah, mm. four days. I think it mm. must. I mean, I'm I'm critiquing the cut now. It must be hard to do a <laughs> tailored cut on a on a on a soft frame, so to speak. Yeah. Anyway, but I think she looks fabulous. But look, I, I'm more interested. Look at the way she moves. She looks like a tour guide or something. Oh, she's awesome. She's <laughs> so cool. I mean, I'm not ragging on it. I just, I just, I think she's it, my it girl. looks like something else than that the concept art would suggest. Is a big mm. venue and theatre for a single meet, though. When we've done meets in there, there's been multiple characters on the stage, so you can move your guests along conveyor belt style. I wonder how long the queues were for that. Where was that again? Yeah, it know. was where we met Avengers Captain Studio America, yeah. Theatre, I think it's, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Sarah, how long were the queues for it? 
Yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us. In time, and how are they managing in it? Time and length. Since Lion Bertie Please. seems to have died a convenient death. <laughs> oh, Has anyone yeah. heard anything of Lion Bertie recently? I hope no. to God not. No, not at all. It was an amazing meet and it was worth the one hour and 30 minutes. That's the God I was thinking it one would be. Wow. I think my opinion on that is it's something I might do because I know I will go to Disneyland Paris again. I think if it's your only trip or your first trip, I don't think that's an hour and 30 minutes well spent. Hmm. Mm, I suppose it's what your priority well, Jade, is. Jade says it was. Jade yeah. says well, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Mm. And worth yeah. the hour and well, yeah. and that was her first trip. So. Depends who you That's are. That's fine. Wouldn't tell it does. Wouldn't yeah. it be for me? No. But then I wouldn't do, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to wait for 20 minutes to do it. Either. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not my style. Um, what is my style is uh, this combining of uh, the Mango Whip and Devo, as Mark Riley says. Yeah. <laughs> Mango Whip it good, because I love Devo. One of my top mm. 10 favourite bands. Mm. Wow. But that song, not so bothered about that song. I like the deep cuts. <laughs> you always do, Hugh. Yeah, I do. We, we heard Mr. Blue Sky on the radio today, and I was like, I do like this song. Obviously, I like it, but it's, um, it's over, you know, we hear, we, we've heard Mr. Blue Sky. It, it's, it's too you know. common, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm getting I'm shot down in the chat, though. People are saying that they'd, they'd happily wait the two hours, the yeah. hour and a half. It, it, it's, yeah. it's horses for courses, isn't it? It's whatever you, you prefer. It's Mises for pieces. We're famously impatient <laughs> with queuing, aren't we? Sarah um, says the whole place was very creative. It wasn't your standard meet and greet. Oh, good. So there you go. That's what I felt when we saw the Marvel characters in, in there. The way they came on, the way the music was playing, the way the lighting was. It felt you were really experiencing mm. something as opposed to just walking into a room. But I think that's what sets Disney apart from yeah. the rest of the entertainment industry, really, isn't it? They're just... You see, I'm not one for meets, but uh, I did have a smile on my face then. Just just thinking about that Captain America meet. I liked him. He was, he was good. <laughs> French Captain French America. French ca- ca- yeah. Captain Americano. <laughs> oh, no, that would be <laughs> Italian. Okay, ignore me. <laughs> Le Tats Unis, is it? I don't know, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> um, now, I've got a couple more uh, things, but I'm, I'm very conscious of time, and um, I've also forgotten something. So... Um, Laura, uh, I did this last week. Lucas's girlfriend's mum um, brought us a couple of things back that I think we're going to use for a bit of a giveaway at some point, aren't we? Um, so I've forgotten to bring those, but Laura's also sent a trip report through as well. So I think next week, if that's all right, mm-hmm. I'll do her trip report. I've also got something from Caitlin Jackson, who I don't know if you remember, but Caitlin was actually in the airport about to go to Paris from Baltimore, <gasps> yes. I assume. Um, last week so I've got a little something from Caitlin as well which she probably isn't expecting um, because it's something that's arrived quite late in the day anyway uh, but do you guys remember Sam Cartwright of course Sam Cartwright's one of our uh, Disney Street pals Mm. and has been for quite some time and she won one of the four prizes when we did our um, Mm -hmm. Patreon giveaway well she's been in touch (laughs) (laughs) seems so surprised Chris Uh, I'm going to read out what she's written, um, and uh, she's got a couple of questions and things, but it's just quite a nice message. Uh, Me and my husband, Alex, have been listening to the podcast for a while now, and we love the show. We became Patreon subscribers when you did the giveaway, and we won one of the prizes, if you remember. Uh, We have a trip to DLP booked for the end of May and had some questions to ask you for the show, if you have time. Have we got time? Yeah. Right, okay 15 then. minutes. 15 minutes. We've got 15 minutes. I think on. I have these questions on here. Go on, keep going. Nine we were just wondering if you have any advice for families with multiple young children. We are staying at David Crockett Ranch and are a family of six. 
We have me, my husband, an 11-year-old, 3-year-old, 1-year-old, and a 10-month-old. We usually use a double buggy for the little ones, but we had the idea of getting a fold-up trailer type thing to put them or push them around in while in the parks. Do you know if these are allowed? That's the first question. Do we know if those are allowed? Hmm. I've never seen one. Now, oh no, we've seen loads, oh, oh, like like everywhere. But then oh, they got then they loads. got banned. Ah. Right. So in 2017, 2018, they will have been crowding up every single walkway. And since mm. they did get banned, and they were quite strict on it, and they they had like a a square. Map. I remember Walt Disney World changed the size of the mm. pushchair you could have. Uh-huh. It could only be of a certain size, and it had to fit within the square. But since the lockdown, I did see a couple back at the lockdown. But it's the same way. I think they're just sneaking through again. Right. Um, it's the same way that you still see extending selfie sticks when they're meant to be banned as well. I personally, I'm really sorry to say I wouldn't because I, you could get, put all your plans in it and get there and they say no. Um, put all your kids in it. I do it. think they're a brilliant idea though. Honestly, we miss our push chair. Well, I miss our push chair so much for bunging all the drinks bottles in the bottom and stuff like that. And mm. I'd love to take out a trolley round. But if you can get away with a double push chair, I know it's massive, but at least you've got a carrying item. As we were discussing the other week. Mm. <laughs> Chris, you you have multiple children. We have one children. Yeah. So you're better uh, equipped um, to answer that question, but... Well, I guess the first time we went, Ollie would have been one and a half. And the second time we went, he would have been about three. So I can relate to those ages and, and Lucas kind of in between. Um, it, do, do you know, I think I think you've got to be resigned to the fact that it's going to be a lot of walking. We always talk about this. It's the same for, for everyone. But yeah, having something that they can rest in is, is massively important, especially for the little ones. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for the older ones, if they're just a bit tired and they just yeah. want to have a rest for a few minutes. Um, I'm, I'm just looking though. She's got a three-year-old, a one-year-old and a 10-month-old. So they're yeah. not all going to go in the double buggy. No, no. You, so you might want to carry her. Yeah, or or a second push chair. Ooh. Oh. I'm, I'm not. I'm pulling my face for you. I'm thinking that would be hard work for you. It's. I so, mean, feel free if that's the right choice. One of the things I would say is when when we had when Ollie was younger, the first time he we went, we went full board. And yes, there are drawbacks to going full board, without a doubt. But one of the great things about it was we had a proper sit down opportunity at a table. We didn't have to fight for somewhere to sit. We didn't have to queue for ages to eat, and it gave us a proper respite. And for the kids, that was really really valuable. So that that's something I would definitely consider um is getting into the restaurants to eat obviously it's expensive when you've got so many of you but then two of you won't be paying for the food because the younger kids well the 10 month old might be just on food just starting to eat bits and then the one year old can eat off your plate basically and and in the um, buffets that means they get a plate and they can just eat um so that's pretty good as well uh what else would i say I'm just going to go to the chat while you think, because Mark has said that trailers are allowed. Mm. And I'm now wondering if I am thinking about Disney World, because, of course, we have to consider taking pushchairs to Disney World as well. What are you doing to our credibility? I know know there was a time when I was considering a trolley and I looked it up and couldn't. Kiva said she's seen them at the park recently. Well, I've seen them at the park. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've seen them at the park. I'm just not sure whether whether they're allowed. It's worth looking up. I I might be mixing it up with Walt Disney World. I apologise if I am. Sarah has suggested a double buggy with a buggy board with a seat on it. I was going to suggest that. Um, But three is still quite tiny for a 10-hour day, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm. Good luck. <laughs> I agree with what you were saying about 
having that hour in a restaurant to sit and it, breathe. It, it makes a massive difference. And, and we, we always went back to the hotel pretty early with the boys, but it, it was um, it was Halloween or Christmas, the, the two times that we went. So yes, it was open late-ish, but it was still... You know, it was dark and the kids were getting tired, so it made sense. But yeah. don't eat too, you know, you've got kids, don't eat too late in the day. You know? all, mm. all that all that stuff that you usually have with kids, it's just the same there. One thing I would say is I, I love you guys, your idea of, of playing choosers um, when you go and, and the idea of giving your kids the opportunity to to choose what you do next and stuff is is brilliant. Yeah. You can spe- you can get quite lost in the whole idea of well this one's quiet so let's run over there and now we're going to run over here and and there's just a let bit them of that in- in- interrupting the flow a bit. We go and it's your choose but you know we're walking past Snow White and it's 10 minutes so we might as well do that. Um, yeah. And you know Bonnie's at the age where she understands that now but um you know it sounds amazing you just you just go there with your kids but like they do be like they do become a bit disengaged after a while if you're not giving them some input. Mm. So you're right. And uh, then the, the adults thing. the adults get some involved. Sometimes have to use their choosers to say, Right, I choose to spend ten minutes just sitting in the shade <laughs> here for a minute. And I think that's okay. And then her next choose will be I want to run around um uh, Alice's Labyrinth like a mental case for the next twenty <laughs> minutes. And you kind of sometimes we use we would use our choosers to counteract hers to kind of make it a more sensible day. Yeah. But we certainly let her have impact, in, input with the day. And I think you'll have an 11-year-old with very strong opinions of what they want to do and a three-year-old with very strong, yet probably quite poor opinions of what they want to do. And you've got to let let that 11-year-old go on Space Mountain because they want to, but then let the three-year-old choose what they want mm. to do. So Toilet do- breaks don't count as choosers as well. Yes, no. No, they don't. Sometimes Unless you go to uh, Toad Hall. Uh, the Dunn family brought <laughs> up Baby Swap. That will be absolutely mandatory. That is where, one, if you want to go on Space Mountain, for example, one adult can queue and go on Space Mountain and then say, but I'm going to baby swap with my partner and they can come off and then the other adult doesn't have to queue. They can go through the fast pass entrance. But what will be really great for your family is the 11-year-old can go on twice. So the 11-year-old can go on with the first Mm. adult and the second adult, which is a bit of a hack. So both adults get to ride it. The 11-year-old gets to enjoy the time with the parents, both parents, and the other three children have got things looking after. You're staying in the right place, though, when you said you've got multiple children, the next sentence was, we're at David Crockett Ranch. Yeah. I'm like, that's the right thing to do. Go to that swimming pool and go to that complex to eat and things. That's really well set up, playgrounds, etc. for your group. And it might be a bit of a, it might be the drive-in every day, but in actual fact, because of where you park, it's not, it's going to be reasonably decent. It's not like if you're staying at Santa Fe or um, uh, Cheyenne, it's it's a hell of a walk in. It, mm. it really is, isn't it? And and I think the buses with with all those pushchairs and things will be a bit of a nightmare. So I think you've definitely made the right choice there in terms mm. of hotel. Yeah. Next one. Next question. Yes. Um, so she says. Also, our three year old Margot is autistic. So have we any advice regarding guests with special needs? Right. My ad- my advice immediately would be to go to town hall and explain the situation and see if you qualify for a green pass. They're not called green passes anymore, are they? For the, the disability access pass. Um, I, I have very limited experience with autistic children. However, working in education and teaching, I have had several in my class. And one thing I know is they can have very, very different needs and requirements. Yeah. So if you've got a statement, 
I think three might be a bit young. I know when they start mainstream school, you get um, a statement of special educational needs, don't you? That can help them decide what um, passes are correct for you. Because sometimes it's you don't have to queue if they've got problems with this. Other times if they've got sensory issues, the queuing's fine, but they will advise on certain rides or they'll be able to provide assistance in different situations. It is so these days it's so accessible and specified to you and your needs you just need to go and go and talk to them yeah i'd encourage anyone who does have experience to leave a comment uh, in this chat and mm. uh, you know uh, under mm. sorry under the video as well um either or uh, yeah cuz i i've got a niece who's uh, autistic but um you know even though she's my niece and uh, you know we we see them quite often um i wouldn't i wouldn't know personally what how to uh, you know how, and- to, how to answer that and our our niece, one thing I will say, I mean, unfortunately, she hasn't been to Disneyland Paris. I think we should take her sometime. But our niece was nonverbal till she was about seven. And I have seen other children in the parks similar to our niece and the characters and are so brilliant. And I'm like, oh, Poppy would love that. They're so amazing with them. So depending on your child's individual needs, I think that you can probably find some just life-changing experiences because it makes me cry when I see stuff like that mm. going on. I just think, oh, Poppy would love this. Sarah's saying uh, she could be wrong about this, but she thinks she saw on Facebook um, that uh, recently uh, that you need to email and request passes before going now. Hang on a minute. Is this what's this, is this for baby swap? No, this will be for your disability access pass. Oh, right. I know they changed it since coming back from yes, COVID. Yes, it will be that. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah for the baby swap. <laughs> for the baby swap. Yeah. <laughs> email who? Right, um, okay. So. You see, this is why I get really worried because we're not do, travel do agents. Check, do check, yeah. We're, we're Disney fans. We're Disney fans. We're not travel agents. We're not even site-specific experts. We tend to just follow along with the rest of you. Um, do tell us your experience, though, as well, because then we can help share We can help other, other people. people. As well, so. And Kiva's saying... Um, She's also seen that, uh, but there's a list of acceptable documents on the DLP website. If you email your hotel concierge, they'll advise you and bring your docs when you go. Like, because uh, in the States, uh, they wouldn't... No, they're not allowed they're to not, ask. They're not allowed to ask, but uh, um, don't forget, in Paris, uh, they are allowed to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alex says, um, thanks for the suggestions, guys. Really appreciate it. I'm excited and terrified in equal measure. That's as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, Alex, but honest, if you can tell us... When you get back, all the questions that you have, if you can tell us the answers that you discover, then we'll be able to help people in the future. Yeah. Um, particularly with dis- disability access and stuff, because that's not anything that we've ever had to deal no. with, families, etc. Even like you took, took. I don't want to call your parents elderly because they're so <laughs> blooming energetic. They're so energetic, <laughs> but I suppose technically... Well, he's, he da- was 74. Yeah, and he was struggling with his... A hip at the time, was yeah. he? No, yeah. Well, no, he wasn't. He's had a hip replacement. It had his hip done. We're getting it? close. He's yeah. fitter now than he ever has been. We're getting close. Yes, he is now. I have a condition where uh, sometimes uh, I might need to get a pass, but uh, mm. most, most of the time I'm fine. One day, one day. Yeah, one day, yeah. hopefully I'll get there and I'll be in one of my ill phases and I'll be like, oh, we'll need that pass, to be fair. Oh, that's a sad thought. I'll get into specifics. <laughs> but it's a condition where you do need to leave a queue. <laughs> Now, <laughs> moving on, there's one last thing. People are like, what is it? There's one last thing from... Uh, it's bad bowels. From, from Sam and Alex, which is this. My husband, Alex, is a really big fan of the classic show. 
He sometimes comments on YouTube because he doesn't have other social media and oh. wanted to put forward the Swiss, the film Swiss Family Robinson as an option to review one day yeah. as it's one of his favourites growing up and he had it on VHS. And that's quite a nice idea. Lastly, we forgot to ask you for a Patreon shout-out at the time and we really like Hugh to do Jeffrey the Animator if possible. We might have to explain that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so this is for... For, for who, whom? For Alex. For Alex and... Well, and Sam, I guess. And Sam. Yeah. And now, uh, people might not know who Jeffrey the Animator is, but uh, if you don't know, then go back and listen to all, <laughs> yeah. of, our classic, really all of our classics episodes. <laughs> He's a, a character who was an animator in the early days of Disney, and he got he, uh, some bad things happened, and he, he left eventually, didn't he? But then his son joined, right? And... Mm. Um, yeah, so um, I'm sure Jeffrey the animator would be glad to say. Um, um, <laughs> you, you didn't be going into it there, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you a little warm up. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and thanks for listening. It's been it's been really great to have you on board, Alex and Sam. And uh, I've been working hard, but as you know, Disney didn't treat me so well. And I had some ideas, some good ideas, some real solid ideas. But he didn't listen to my ideas, and I left. I took my ideas, and I, I left. <laughs> but I'm back, and I'm here to tell you. From an animator's heart, that we're glad to have you. <laughs> we're glad. Oh my! <laughs> That's your applause. That's Jeffrey the animator. Clapped slower than that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I like him. He's better than Daz. We've always liked Jeffrey. Yeah, he, he, I, I miss Jeffrey. I miss Jeffrey doing our shows. <laughs> Maybe we need to bring him back. Maybe I, I need to give him a jingle. He needs a jingle. Yeah. I just can't see Jeffrey working on... Um, Jeffrey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what, he went on to be an Working on turning what episode red, did, you know? What episode did he first crop up on? Oh, it'll be, it'll it was when the trouble was on. starting, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the trouble days. There's some trouble back in those days. Oh, yeah. It Big was, trouble. It was back when the um, the unions... That's right. Mm. ...were getting, uh, getting <laughs> tight on him. Right. Shall I, uh, shall I start to... Yeah, you can do that. Like. down. Yeah. So, next week, due to really complicated diary issues that I won't go into, we are unable to do a show on Sunday night. So, mm-hmm. we're going to do it on Monday night as a special treat, I think. Look at me, like, glossing it oh, over. Sam's in the chat. And this is good for you. Mm. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing it on a Monday night next week. So, it'll be the same time, 8.30. Because yeah, Chris said, uh, I'm going to have a pop next week. And Lucy said, me too. And I went, me too. Because I, I was about to say, <laughs> was, you, you two are going to have to do the show on your own next week. And I'm that's really what I was going to say as well. But before I even said it, you'd said the same. And then it was, oh, <laughs> okay. So, no show. No show. Um, but Monday on the show. Monday, we are starting a new little thing. Now, we, we started Patreon as a way... <laughs> Hugh, Hugh looks confused. Oh, we've discussed this and agreed it without Hugh's approval, but we're doing it anyway. He was in the room. He I was. Did, I did not sanction this. Just, just doesn't <laughs> listen. Um, we started our Patreon just to literally raise money for... Can I hold stuff up or will it... Yeah, don't press the button though, because if you press any buttons on it... Things it like disappear. this. Let's just say goodbye now in case she presses the end. Things the like end this. That's and my stream these. deck for those people. So the Patreon account paid for our our stream deck and our microphones and our microphone stands. I broke a bulb for one of the lights. It paid for that. Just little things that we need. Our UMC so that, 40, uh, 404 HD. Oh, that's that was the most exciting yeah. one, actually, when you came home with I was that. Quite, quite proud of that yeah. one, yeah. It yeah. was very exciting. Um, just pay for stuff like that. And then we thought it's time that we start giving back to you because people have been so generous and they've not got things in return like a lot of people do Patreon and they give things back in return because they wanted we to. We did the quiz. 
We did. We did. So what we've decided to start doing is we're going to do the show after the show. So or the after show party. I'm after not, party. The after party. So we will log off here at half nine-ish. As you can see now, it's 9.37. We're always oh, a little, little bit over or a little bit under. And then we will have a five minute break and then we're going to come back on and do another 15 to 20 minutes just for Patreon people and just talk about anything basically i'm gonna try come up with a few different ideas mm. um we can do the rant or rave game like i mentioned something at disneyland paris and you say you're gonna rave about it or are you gonna rant about it we can do that kind of thing but it's just gonna be a short extra show that is just for patreon members and it will be both on youtube and um no, no it won't it'll be no, on it patreon won't. It'll be on Patreon. It'll be on Patreon, but I, it'll no, be but video. No, it'll be a video. But That's will, what I meant. But, but I will also do it as a podcast as well. It will also like be that, in so. what Chris said. Yeah. Because he organises stuff like that. What I was trying to say is it will be video and audio yes, is what I was that. trying to say. So from next week, the Patreon members can do that. And we're hoping that will also add as a little incentive for anyone else who would like to support us. What what We only have one tier and it's very low, is it? It's three pounds. Three pounds. Three of your English pounds. Three English or, pounds a month. Or the or your own currency's equivalent. To come to our after show <laughs> party every week. Mm. So have a think on that. And then if you join us next Monday, you can do the first uh Patreon after show party. And we don't know what we're gonna talk about, so it's a little bit scary. Probably ought to have a chat about that at some point, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well we'll just wing it. Yeah. I think we should just swing it. I think that's part that's, of that's it. That's what we do with this it? show. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows <laughs> what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, boys, is there anything I've missed? Is there anything I want to say or do or show or... No, no sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'd like to say that I had another dining booking sesh for Walt Disney World this week. So I'm having to do it in three parts. And I managed to get a lunch reservation for Space 220. Ooh. That's the one where you go up yeah. 220 miles um, in a lift. Claire won't be able to join us uh, next show because she's oh. going to be in Disney World. Oh, what a shame. Rude. What a shame, Claire. <laughs> and obviously, I mean, have an amazing time. And please tell them we'll be there soon. We're not far behind you. And if they get any lovely quick, tips or eat anything amazing come back and tell us and maybe that's what we can talk about in the after show when you're back mm. obviously cool uh, does anyone know really quick from charlotte before i say bye it's been, answered. It's been okay answered. <laughs> it's been answered in the chat you've started now okay. though so yeah, 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 for the listeners <laughs> it was does anyone know if the skyline bar takes bookings or if it's a walk-in and then uh, kiva said it's a walk-in only and she says amazing thanks and then that's the end of the show. <laughs> right. So thank you all very much for listening and I hope to see you next Monday. Don't forget Monday, next Monday, 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 8.30 and join us for the after show party too. Bye. Bye. Bye.